Hey, beauty babes. Today, it's Ask the Expert, Hack Attack, and 90 Day Fiance. Hi, I'm Asia DeMarcos. You might recognize me from a little cold classic called Miss Congeniality. In Hawaii, don't you use aloha for like hello and goodbye? So? I'm taking all of my Hollywood secrets and the 15 years from being an esthetician, and I'm bringing it all to you. I'm combining my two obsessions, beauty and unscripted television. Thanks for joining and welcome to Butasia Unscripted. Hey, hey, hey guys, what's up? It's Asia DeMarcos, also known as Butasia 2.0. And I'm joined, oh wait, first, let me tell you what you're listening to. You're listening to Butasia Unscripted podcast. It's the only podcast that beautifully blends skincare, education, and pop culture entertainment. And I'm your host, Asia DeMarcos, former actress, esthetician, esthetician to the stars. And I'm joined here by my bestie, Maria. Hello. Hello. My bestie, Maria. Maria, tell us about yourself. Uh, what would you like to know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Maria and I are winking it right now because I had a very traumatizing week. We both had very traumatizing weeks. I had um, some shit go down with Chloe. I thought this was her final week on earth. And same with Maria. Maria, we thought she had COVID, (laughs) but she doesn't. Luckily, thank God. Thank God. So I asked her to, um, let's do an episode. We're going to pivot today and we're going to do Ask the Expert. She's a former reporter. Tell us about your former reporting. Well, um, yep, yep. I was a reporter. I thought it would be fun since I love people and I was a good writer that I can merge those two passions. And it was fun. I worked at the Mercury News, but unfortunately, during that time, it was the only thing that was available was sports. So, um, cool. <laughs> yeah, so I did high school sports, but it was it really wasn't something that I totally loved and honestly I had to work two jobs just to uh, survive because the Bay Area is expensive but also being a reporter doesn't pay any money but it was fun (laughs) well you know it was fun while it lasted so but then I ended up going into sales which is still fun to me I still get to use my journalistic uh, you know approach and Mm -hmm. questions and background so I love it same with being an actress. I feel like every day is a new adventure. You're playing a different part when you're in sales because some days you are somebody's best friend. The next day you're their punching bag, therapist, <laughs> or business manager, right? Or cheerleader. I feel like we oh. wear many hats in sales. Absolutely. So let me ask you, when you were doing sports writing or sports reporting, was that, were you popular with the, with the men? Oh my God, they loved me. <laughs> I bet. Um, yeah, all the coaches were so nice and they'd always be like, where's Maria? Always asking for me in the in the newsroom, um, in the sports room. But um, yeah, that was, it, the, the cool part about it was I could go into the locker rooms. And um, yeah, 
was okay. The, like a male uh, journalist couldn't go into the women's locker room, but I, as a woman, could go into the male locker rooms, and I have. And a lot of the men, you know, they're stripped down, and you just have to keep talking and asking questions and taking <laughs> notes and, you know, trying to, you know, look at their eyes. Not look right, down. look up, look up, look up. <laughs> yeah, but, it, it, you know, at first it was like, oh, my God, embarrassing. But after a while, you get used to it. Nobody really, they, they don't care either. They're pretty easygoing. So, wait, they would be naked in front of you or just like? Yeah, some, they're, yeah they're in their jock straps or uh, <laughs> they're, they're in the shower and I'm like, you know, asking questions. I guess you have to seize the moment, right? Because you don't have much time and you just have to. Uh, yeah, you know what you have, a, you, you know, sometimes your story is going to come out the next day or within hours. Like you have a deadline of like four hours. And so you're running around chasing people. You're hanging out in front of their offices or um, you're going into the locker room and asking questions so you can get your, your quotes and Go right wow. story. That's like today. Like I asked you to pivot and like let's try something new because we just didn't yeah. have time to get a script together. And <laughs> so you're gonna put your reporting hat on. You're gonna yep. ask the expert, which is me, if anyone was wondering. And um, then we're gonna do hack attack. So I have a hack attack I want to share that I saw on the internet. And then we're going to talk about the season finale of 90 Day Fiance. And I also have some clips to share as well. Okay, so let's, without further ado, let's just go ahead. Like, Well, you know, Asia, I was thinking since, mm -hmm. you know, you're the expert, but I was really curious to know, were you the actress first? or the esthetician next or at the same time or what was what came first for you I what career I, oh what career I mean I if, if any word anyone were to ever ask me I've been an actress my whole life like I was that kid <laughs> that would mimic commercials on tv and do impersonations of people um so I and I still do that and <laughs> so, but professionally, yes, I was an actress first to have any sort of longevity or have any sort of success in this career or that field, you have 10, 20 years, you, you got to give it. It, it, it takes that long to hit. People don't, are not overnight sensations. There's no such thing as an overnight sensation. So yes, I was an actress first and then a esthetician. A mom, actually, I the this I became a mom, and then while Jake was a baby, I went to aesthetic school, and I'm okay. still an esthetician. I still carry a license. So, is, since you were an actress, was that a were you able to carry some of those relationships into your, I guess, aesthetic area, or when you were an esthetician, so they can you could be yeah. an esthetician stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see where you're going with this question, but yeah, it's all who you know. And I used to have a joke that I'm one degree of separation from everyone in this town. So, you know, Kevin Bacon has nothing on me. Um, so I would, I, my, I guess my, in LA, in Los Angeles, one of my first aesthetic roles, I worked for a famous celebrity esthetician who was a fucking psychopath. And um, from there, because she had such a bad reputation, people would kind of slip me their number on the side or ask me for my number. And from there, I started doing house calls. Oh, and nice. I'd have my, yep. Yeah, so I had my first celebrity client. And then obviously from there, you know, the word gets out. 
And especially if you can come to someone's house, they love that. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. So who are some of your uh, big celebrities that you... That, so we talked, talk, okay, so my first celebrity client was Eric McCormick from Will and Grace. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, oh gosh, why am I blanking on his name? The, put me in, coach, that guy. Put me in, coach, come on. What's his name? I can't remember his name. What show was he on? He's in a, he's a famous film, film actor. It was in Malibu. Jim Carrey. Oh, Jesus. F my brain. Jim oh, my God, Carrey. the mask. <laughs> he, now, he's a sweetheart. He was a sweetheart. I loved going to his house because he had house a house manager that would carry my stuff because I had a lot of heavy equipment. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so that was nice. And who else's house have I been in? Wait, did Papa? he make it? Was he fun? Was he funny? He was very subdued, actually. I bet you he's probably so always putting on a show for, you know, his career. So totally. you know, when, you're, when he's turned off, he's probably just he's looking. off. He's either on or off. Yep. I would say exactly that. He had an on switch and an off switch. Sweetheart. He was very endearing. He would, he asked me questions. And at the time, Jake was still very young. Um, I think he was texting Pamela Anderson at the time because I was kind of trying to look at, at his text while he was, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was Pam. And I think she was going to come over later. They probably lived in the same neighborhood because he lives in the colony in Malibu. Oh, yeah, interesting. Community. Um, see, Lady Gaga, she's another one whose house. Oh, wow. What was she like? Tell us. Uh, I was telling this story the other day, actually. Um, she gave me poison oak. <laughs> How so, did that happen? She was rolling around in poison oak for a music video, and oh my she god, she had little red bumps on her chest, and I thought it was just like acne from you know, you know, when you run or work out. Sometimes you get those little acne breakouts, and so almost halfway through the the facial, she was like, "Oh, that's poison oak." <laughs> I didn't realize I was rolling around in it, you know, for this video, and then. Lo and behold, two days later, I'm, and I'm not home. I'm actually in this podunk town in Georgia on set for something that I was going to be there for three weeks. And so I'm in the middle of nowhere with Poison Oak, first day on set for this job. And freaking, it was kind of a funny story because I'd be like, Lady Gaga gave me Poison Oak. And then people would try to touch me and be like, oh, I want it. <laughs> oh, my God. So wait, you were, were you actually doing acting as well yeah so the, oh so you were doing a, a was it a movie was it a this one that was when i did the star trek it was the star trek um remake web series that was really famous called star trek continues oh okay, i played yeah. uh lieutenant marlena monroe and in the that episode so it was a very famous web series they did a great job you have to check it out because i know you're you're a trekkie Oh yes, I love Star Trek. You you need to see the set. They, it's identical. Like they they did a fundraiser. They did a um, what is it called? A, where they ask for money um, online? You know. Oh, like dialing for dollars or no, something. No, no, no. You know, I forgot. Oh God, why is my I can't, I swear. <laughs> so, you know where they raise money online for stuff like yes. you, we sit. Yeah, I know what you're saying. 
You know like what Jerry, I mean? Jerry Lewis used to do it, a telethon or marathon or something like that. Yes, it's that website. They GoFundMe. GoFundMe. Oh, it was a GoFundMe. Gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Chloe woke me up at four o'clock today. She, although she's doing well, she still woke me up at four o'clock because she was having trouble breathing. So like my brain's not firing right now. Um, yes. So that's what I was doing. I was there in the middle. Oh, and you just had, and she needed a facial while well, she, she was out there too. Is that where, or she, was she on, is that where she lived? Who, no. Lady Gaga? Yeah. No, not in Georgia. She lives, she has several houses, but the house oh. I went to was in Mount Olympus, which was in like the middle of LA, Hollywood-ish, over the hill. You probably mm-hmm. won't know, but people that live around here will know. Um, no, I did. I went. I did her, and then the next day I flew to Georgia, and then two days later, oh gosh, had the poison oak. And I was, <laughs> did. Where'd you get it? Um, mostly my arms. Oh, okay. But if you were giving her, uh, you know, I guess a facial, and you were on her chest, couldn't you possibly spread the? poison oak to her face if you were you you know I know that's what I'm thinking but I maybe not maybe she just built up an immunity because it was actually healing well, it was the end of it maybe it was at the end of it but I, I mean obviously I was touching her I was washing her face and stuff and then maybe I touched my arms because that's where I got it because I had oh it yeah super easy yeah. to transfer all over the place mm-hmm. I gotcha so um Another question. Mm-hmm. Since you have been doing all, you know, as being an esthetician for this long, what are some of the treatments have that you've had? Oh my gosh, I've done it all. That's why I, I am a self-proclaimed beauty expert. So facials, oxygen treatments, microdermabrasion, hydrodermabrasion, neurotoxins, fillers, IPL laser, fractionated resurfacing laser, radio frequency, radio frequency microneedling, um, microneedling peels, chemical peels, oh. dermaplaning, cryolipolysis, <laughs> microcurrent, oh muscle stimulation. Um, I've done it all. What do, you, what do you still do right now, currently? Currently? Oh, beautiful. Oh, uh, well, okay. So during the shutdown, when we were at home, I did about, a se- I did a series of three chemical peels, professional chemical peels. Obviously, since I'm an esthetician, I could do it on myself. And I knew I wasn't going to be seeing people. Um, so that really, I really helped. I then the immediately when we opened up out here, I went and got my neurotoxin. Recently, I've had filler put under my eye and then also in my mid face. To kind of look okay. everything up because I felt like and I was is that the same product? Would you no. use the same? Okay, different products. Yeah, different fillers go in different areas. They have, I guess, I don't want to say viscosity, but they kind of do have different viscosities, for lack of a better term. That will go, and it's also injector's choice to where it goes and where they decide because a lot of under the eyes is off label, so there's an, FDA does not have any fillers cleared for under the eye use. Gotcha. So, yeah. So it's considered off-label, and so you have to be really careful who you go to. You have to make sure you're with a skilled injector. I can see that. And, you know, peels, since you did some peels, peels, I feel like, are always kind of expensive, but they're so quick, right? Like, you can do a peel in five minutes, I feel, sometimes, and then it's done. Yeah, you know, 
I, I used to work at a spa and we would upgrade, like we would charge like 35 or $40 for like a peel upgrade in the facial. And it was such, oh my God, there was so much markup. I always felt bad charging people that amount of money because we literally just put this acid, this very light acid on the face for like 30 seconds and wipe it off. But people liked it. They still came back for more. I mean, you're going to see a difference because it, you know, it's eating off the dead skin cells and it's going to reveal brighter, fresher, more youthful you. Gotcha. And what kind of, what peels are really popular out there? Um, well, I don't like to mention brand names, but God, there's, I believe, like, for me, I think the blended peels are popular. The ones that you see professionally are usually a mix of acids. You'll see a mix of, you know, salicylic, lactic, um, maybe some azelic acid. Those are good for brightening. Salicylic, of course, is really good for acne. But glycolic, I mean, honestly, glycolic was one of the acids back in the day when I started aesthetic school, that was kind of all we had. We only had glycolic and microdermabrasion. And so, okay, yeah. Well, they've come a long way now, wouldn't you say? I think they've come a long way. I feel like the technology has come a long way with everything, even with topical skincare too. There's so many results-driven skincare brands that have a lot of science behind it that really, really do work on the skin. Yeah, how about the microneedling? I'm curious about that one. How yes. That? Now, for some weird reason, it did not work well for my skin. My skin's kind of sensitive. I kind of would break out in kind of a weird rashy. My skin got really irritated with it. Other people yeah. I know have had tons of success and are obsessed with it. We have, you know, a girl that we know that has flawless skin that looks like a China doll, and she... <laughs> she uh, swears by her microneedling. Um, oh, okay. But it's great. So, it. Yeah, it's a bunch of, it would, you would, I think you would, because you're, you have thicker, oilier skin. Yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, it's great for texture. Apparently it breaks up pigment as well. But the idea, just like a glycolic acid, the idea is that it creates this wound response to the skin. And so then your skin natural um, intentions or it naturally wants to go and heal itself and then that helps speed cellular turnover help aid in collagen synthesis things like that yeah and i feel like um i i know i bought like three packages i which i need to do but i also because one of the reasons i bought it i think it's because of my pores i really don't i think they're too large so it's i hopefully that will work yeah that should help because, like, again, it's going to aid in that synthesis of collagen and elastin. And, and then, what can people do out there who have large pores or, like you said, maybe have thicker textured skin and they really want it to be a little more smooth? Well, what, would you, what would you think works? Well, here's the deal. With oily skin, you're going to have larger pores. That's just the way it is. Dry skin types. Well... I don't know. They just, you have larger pores with oilier skin. That's part of the the process, you know, oilier, but oilier, thicker skin types don't wrinkle as easily as mine. I'm dry. 
sensitive. So like I'm already starting to kind of see signs of rosacea. I think it's actually gotten better um, since, you know, about a year ago, but um, there's lack of lipids with dry skin. So you have tighter pores where oilier skin just has more enlarged pores. Okay. But, oh, you're asking what I someone could do? Retinols are great. Retinols okay. are great for people with large pores. Retinols or Retin-A either or? Or is there one? Well, Retin-A is a prescription you have to get from your doctor. Okay. Retinols, there are some really good over-the-counter retinols. But, yeah, if you want to get a Retin-A prescription from your doctor, that's that would work. Okay, and where does the placement of, of Retin-A or retinols go in the line of, you know, your skincare? Well, I mean, every skincare line is different. Personally, I like, if I'm going to do a retinol, I just wash my face, use the retinol, and, and call it a night. Okay. And sometimes it just, you know, a lot of other ingredients. But typically, um, well, okay, I use a growth factor product that always goes first. In the, at night, your retinol would go after that. Not after that? Mm-hmm. Then your, maybe your pigmentation product. Um, some retinols can be used as drivers to drive things, products into the skin too. So some people believe in using retinol at the end. Um, it also may cause less irritation to the skin because retinols can be irritating to the skin. So it really just depends on the skincare brand. And if you have any questions with your brand and whoever, ask whoever you bought it from. And if you're buying multiple skincare lines and products, and you don't know what they're for, then why the hell are you buying it? <laughs> yeah, and, you know, I think people get sold on many things, you know. Of they course. see something. I get it. All right. Any other questions? Well, you know, with the glycolic, I was just curious to know what who benefits the most from those and who's a good candidate. Someone like you, somebody with oily, thicker skin type. Glycolic acid is probably, you know, it's pretty drying to the skin. It can be pretty drying. It is the smallest molecule, so it's designed to kind of go in there and break up that cellular glue and digest okay. those dead skin cells. So it is the smallest molecule, so it goes the deepest. And in return, depending on the formulation or the pH of that glycolic, um, you're going to see some really good results with you know, the turnover of the skin, the brightening of the skin, and again, aiding in collagen synthesis. So definitely somebody with thicker, oilier skin. I'm a big fan of letting them use glycolics. People too that also get those little bitty bumps under their skin. Um, they love glycolics. And there are just, there's a class of people, like I, I say, if it works for you, Glycolic in particular, for some weird reason, I personally am like past glycolic acid. I'd rather use a lactic, you know, for me personally. But if you are one of those people that just love and their skin thrives off glycolic, boom, stick with it. Don't reinvent the wheel. I have a friend, one of my guy friends who's an esthetician, he hates salicylic. Like it works and he breaks out and he, and it's like, it. If you're, if you're reactive to that particular acid, try a different one. It's kind of like, you know, medication and medicine, right? Gotcha. Okay. You just have to try things until it works. But the, all right. the idea of all acids are that they either digest the dead skin cells or they go in and they break up, like I said, break up that cellular glue to kind of 
create that wound response. All right, that sounds good. To reveal fresh new skin. That was it? That's all the questions? Yep, that's it. Okay, well, do you feel like you got all your questions asked, that everything that was burning? Well, yeah, I mean, I was, yeah, interested in the glycolics, the salicylic acid, like why people use them, just curious. So, yeah, that helps. I should do an episode. I okay, just I did an episode on alpha hydroxy, beta hydroxy acids. So I've done previous episodes. You guys can look them up um, in the season. Also, I my friend Kimberly was here talking about microneedling. So you can always check that out. But I feel like I want the azelaic acid is one of those things I keep seeing online that's pretty popular. I want to do an episode on that. Because oh, I feel like it's yeah, it popular right now. I don't know why it's come, had this resurgence and everybody's like, azelaic acid. And what is it doing for us? I mean, they're all derivatives from different plants or fruits or vegetables or, you know, different things. Um, but, I mean, depending on the size of the molecule and what part of the skin it penetrates to is what it's going to do. So if it's not going if it's very topical that's going to be like a very light like a lactic acid very light acid something i believe azelaic and again i'm gonna let's do an episode on it because i'm kind of not i kind of forgot what azelaic acid was for but <laughs> i just know that it's popular and everyone keeps talking about it so i want to do some further investigation with that one sounds good yeah, but other acids go into that basal cell where the pigmentation is, which I believe that's probably where azelaic goes. And then your glycolic, again, is the deeper one that's going to help with that collagen synthesis. Okay. Thickening the skin. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason why Maria is also on the program is because she is new to the beauty industry. And... She kind of is our, I call her our every man. She's that, she's your every consumer, right? Like we all have these questions and I just want to encourage people out there. If you're at your doctor's office, your derm's office, and you're getting, you know, neurotoxins and fillers, or you're getting facials from your esthetician. And if they don't ask you what you're using for your skin, please ask them because I know sometimes you feel like, Oh gosh, I just, I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want them to think that I don't know anything about skin, but ask them. They're waiting for you to ask. Yes. It's their job to ask you, but a lot of times they don't. <laughs> right. Um, because they're, you know, they're thinking about other things, but just if you have, if you are curious about your skin, ask your provider. And so then they can kind of go over some of these things for you or, you know, talk about some of the skincare brands that they have in office. There are never any stupid questions. Right, Maria? I, I agree 100%. And it's always good to learn. If you're not learning, then you're not reinventing yourself and you're staying stagnant. So I think it's always great to be learning. Oh, like that. Oh, you know what I heard from one of my trainers on Tonal yesterday, which I thought was cute I wanted to use is challenges are new opportunities i like definitely that. absolutely right? i was like wow that's a different way of looking at it i'll remember to say that to you when you're having a difficult moment <laughs> <laughs> remember 
Yeah, that'll be every day. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks, Maria. Thanks for those questions. And I hope you guys got some information out there. And if you have any questions you want to ask me, I'm always down for that. So DM me or email me at asiademarcos at gmail.com and I'll get to them as soon as I can. And so let's just move on to our next subject. Hack attack. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I, whenever I see sketchy looking things online, I tend to screenshot it and I want to talk to you guys about it. So there was a, there's a popular esthetician online. He's pretty popular. And I saw a skincare tip that said you can buy good skincare at your department stores and drugstores. Okay, that goes against everything that I teach, and this is why. That person is from Canada. So in Canada and in the UK, they do sell higher end skincare brands at the drugstore and the department stores. Like you can buy professional brands. So in America though, Anything considered OTC or over-the-counter, I know this, I've said this before, I'm a broken record because this always comes up, is less than 2% active people. So I saw a bunch of people that are in my skincare community that are Americans that were liking the post, and I was just like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, if somebody was just like flipping through and seeing that, and they saw like 10,000 likes on this post, like the average consumer would be probably confused. Wouldn't you think, Maria? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be like, really? I'd be in, hmm, interested. Yeah, you'd be like at Target being like, what, what did I get? What should I use? So <laughs> just know, I mean, not saying that those brands are bad. Some brands at the drugstore have like toxic chemicals and things in it that you should not be using on your skin. But for the most part, if you have a nicer brand that's in that 20-ish dollar price point at your drugstores, um, there's less than 2% active. That's great. If it doesn't react to your skin and you can use it, honestly, it's better than bar soap. But, you know, invest in your skin, especially if you're getting older and you're worried about fine lines, wrinkles, pigmentation, sensitivity of the skin, you should seek a professional and get help. So let's go into the favorite part of the hour. We're entering the SPF free zone and we're going to do the reality review. Let's hear it. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do 90 Day Fiance. We've been talking about a lot, the, the housewives a lot. So let's switch it up because tonight... We're recording on a Sunday night, but we, you know, we post on a Wednesday. But tonight is the tell-all for 90 Day Fiance. So let's just catch up the listeners. So we have Tanya and Sinjin are leaving South Africa and freaking Tanya and her, her, um, her drama. Her drama. <laughs> oh my God, her problem vomit and her crying and her like. Yeah. She oh. sens- she's very sensey. She must be a Cancer or Pisces. I don't think she's sensey at all. I think she's a cold hearted bitch. And like, oh my, I-, I thought for sure he was going to stay. Like, I thought it was over. 
Um, he should have, if you knew what's best for him. Like, I don't, I'm not going to put it past him either. He said, you know, on the car ride home or whatever, that he wanted to make it work and be with her. But I'm just like, how could you be with her? She sucks. Aww. You like He's not him? that great either. I mean, he has his issues. He's finding himself. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, so then um, Larissa got her new boobies. And her nosy, and oh, oh yeah, her nose looks good actually. Yeah, I did a spoiler alert last week on Instagram. It looks really good. And then Angela got married. Oh yeah, she did, and she and had to rush home. She had to rush home for mom, poor thing. And then Libby and Andre had their beautiful wedding, which was gorgeous. And then, so we, so in this the season finale, we. We uh, see Charlie and Jen talking shit about Andre, right? Yeah, well, during the wedding, he was, Charlie just was really spewing. It was terrible. I felt bad. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, last week, he made that comment. He took the microphone and was like, don't come to America and ask for shit. Make my dad pay for everything. Oh, God. But I think... He's just worried about his inheritance. I mean, his dad is... I think his dad's super sweet. Shock. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think he what, owns a construction company, and they all probably work there. Oh, okay. Well, you know about that, because you used to work in that industry. Yep. yep. There's yep. a lot of money to be made there. Oh, tons of money to be a GC? Oh, my gosh. You're freaking mm-hmm. banking, rolling if you're a GC. General contractor is what I mean. Okay, so let's listen to the sound bite I have about Jen and Charlie talking shit. <laughs> I have my issues with him too, but, like, not to see. Look at this. It's like a shadow. Like, he's being a I know. I agree. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing. Like, he's a we all know that, but like, do this for Libby. I really want to Charlie walking into. Okay, do this for Libby. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was the next clip. So, what do you think? Do you think they're ever going to reconcile? Or do you think they'll uh, finally just on today will like finally be accepted? Yeah, I don't know. I think he has to change a lot. I don't. Well, I don't know. I think it's just his culture. I know he's very stoic and, you know, hard to read, cryptic. <laughs> oh, my God. But still, I mean, he needs to be more appreciative and he needs to do more. As You know, he always wants to say he's the man of the house. He makes all the decisions. He, you know, whatever he says goes. But honestly, that he's not even doing anything to bring in income. Well, you remember that, that time where he said he was living the American dream, basically, like, being a bum? <laughs> and Libby was like, that's not the American dream. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe for some people, being a house husband is the American dream. I, get, or I think the American dream is coming to America and getting, getting a house and having a baby and being married and being successful. And, you know, those are all part of American dreams. Right. Well, I hope they patch things up. I hope they all end up seeing eye to eye. I hope Andre gets his shit together and starts producing some sort of income. But you know, you know how it is. It's like if you have that safety net, you're kind of sometimes you're always going to kind of be lazy if you know yeah. you have a 
plan B all the time. Well, I mean, I think Libby does work, right? She works mm -hmm. for the father. Okay, I don't know what she does there. Maybe she's a, I don't know what she does there, but. Oh, I didn't realize she worked with the dad, but. Yeah, she works for the dad. But he could have worked in construction. He's a very able, physically able man. Right, right, right. And he was going to, you know, originally he was going to get his um, license to be a truck driver. Oh. Remember? Oh. <laughs> I mean, but come on, like, it's ex expensive raising kids, so, you know, maybe the house husband, mm. it is, it's just the way it is. Okay, well, so. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens, because now we're, we're moving into Colty and Debbie. Oh, God. Little Debbie. Um, and her so she's opinion. not going to do his laundry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah. Was she like, if you don't do what I say, I'm not going to do your laundry anymore? No, he was just saying about, you know, he wants to be more of a man. Oh, and, God. you know, and she's like, well, that's fine. I won't do his laundry anymore. Well, I don't do anyone's laundry in this house, so he can. I hate laundry. So somebody does laundry. Ooh. All right, so here's Debbie's opinion on Jess. She went after you, her client, Shaker. She used you from the beginning. I think she wanted citizenship. I think she wanted a green card. She was using you, and, and you don't need that kind of relationship. And I hate to say that because I don't you know. Nobody wants to think their child's being used. Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, I think she's always going to think one of these Brazilian women are using her son. Now, Larissa was using him. She 100% wants a green card. Like, for her to be able to be hanging out in America, getting her boobies and her nosy done, and she's got two kids at home, and she doesn't well, get I don't, yeah. I, I don't even know how she's paying Eriki back, but whatever. She's not going to pay Eriki. She's going to pay him back in blowjobs is what she's going to do. Because oh, you, sorry. like, look at the way he was <laughs> acting like, uh, after uh, Larissa convinced me this was an investment in our relationship. So you know she was like, hey, I'm going to feel more sexy. We're, it's you know. really because she's going to be able to show her body off and get money for it on Instagram or somewhere, some other online platform. That's well, what she's talking about. <laughs> which you did, you sent me today about her being fired. Spoiler alert. Yep. Yep, she's that's what it says. She's fired because she's doing cam shows. Yeah, I don't know what those cam shows are. Do you know? Yeah, they're just like people, you know, doing things and they're, you know, doing, I guess it's like, you know, it's like kind of like a fly on the wall, right? So people, I think people pay a membership or something and then they'll tell you like, do this, do that or whatever. So oh, I, okay. apparently a lot of money to be made in that. Wow, maybe you can do that. What? Me? <laughs> what? Are you talking about? Oh, no. Blue Light Man told me that he said she got deported. And I'm like, how the hell do you know this? Like, is he getting the Google alerts too? Oh, like I do. I did hear, I thought I read something that she got arrested again. Oh, no. Really? So maybe that's what he's hearing. She got deported. Uh, like, I don't know if that's true. Well, she needs yeah. to be deported. Go back and take care of your kids. 
Yeah, I don't know what she, she's she's terrible. She is awful. Okay. I don't know what man wants her. Ericky, Ericky, some dumbass. But it like, sounded like she wasn't good in bed, right? Didn't he say that? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like she wasn't feel he wasn't feeling it, and then, but then he was like all excited. He was like, I, you know, I had all this stuff to do. I had to ice her face and walk her around. I haven't thought about sex once. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I thought you guys didn't have a sexual relationship. I thought that was the problem. So then she manipulated him. She's not stupid. Come on, she manipulated him into like, oh. We're gonna have a, we're gonna be banging all the time, and have two beds in one room. Oh yeah, like <laughs> like Lucy and Ricky, Ricky and Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a great idea. Oh, that is a good idea because I always feel the bed shaking in the middle of the night when Blue Light Man is tossing and turning. <laughs> All right, so the last we have Asuela, my favorite person in the whole world, and Kalani. They're they're doing their homework, their therapy homework, and they're talking about each other's duties. And, and this is what Kalani has to say. All right, let's exchange. So these are the things that you think of for yourself, right? Okay. Clean the house in and out. Look after the kids. Do my own laundry, clean my dishes, do trash in and out. And then for me, you have feed the babies, clean your mess, do trash properly, do laundry and dishes, and rest. And rest. In between all of that. <laughs> he thinks he's giving her a solid by like, and I'm going to put rest. When she's basically doing everything, and he's doing only the stuff for himself. Oh, God. Like. He's a child. Man baby. Man baby. <sighs> well, okay, so at the end of the, the show, she basically tells him to hightail it back to his sisters because he, like, they were still filming during COVID, and he was still... He was just hanging out with his friends. She put a tracker on his phone. Oh, God. Yeah, he's playing volleyball. So he wasn't respecting the the social distancing. The quarantine or the whatever. We, were, we remember the, the shelter at home. Shelter in place or whatever it's called. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. It doesn't feel like so long ago. Whenever. I know. Happen. That's like over three months ago. Do you want it back? <laughs> I don't know. There are certain parts of it I really did like. I loved not having traffic here in L.A. And, oh, my God. Wasn't that great? Oh, and I loved just taking a break from life, you know, just like kind of, even though at the time I was still kind of like, what's going on? But, um, yeah, but I, I'm ready to get back, you know, I'm ready to like business as usual. Let's like, That's you know, good. let's get shit going again. Right? Yep. I can't wait to one day see you finally. I know. I'm so glad I didn't see you at that during that time that you thought you had COVID because I didn't want to like be like blamed for giving you COVID, even though I don't know why I would have COVID because I don't go anywhere. You didn't, yeah. No. So what did we learn from that experience, Miss Maria? Um, do differently next time. I guess I really need to. 
I mean, I had my mask on the whole time, but it's really like I was in a medical office. Uh, it was a big facility and there's elevators and doors and buttons and mm -hmm. rails and stairs and you're touching so many different things. So maybe more sanitizing and more wipes everywhere constantly. Yeah, I wonder what you got because it's, to me, it sounded like COVID, but maybe it was just a big lie. People were lying to us. That that I don't know. And I was in a couple different hotels. So there's so many, you're touching so many different things. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll never know. I don't know. We'll see what the cultures say. All right. Well, I'm so glad you're, you're healthy and you're happy and you're here. I, I am. I'm alive. I could not do this without you. And thanks so much for like, you know, pivoting at the last minute again and, you know, doing something, thinking outside the box and doing yeah, part you got it. the expert. Mm -hmm. And then you're always down to talk about some shade on some reality TV, which is always <laughs> the best. It's the best. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. I know there's lots of choices in podcast entertainment and tons of beauty podcasts. But if you've learned something new, you had an aha moment or had some fun, please tell some friends. If you have any questions, you can DM me anytime at Lutasia 2.0 on my Instagram or my TikTok, and I will be sure to answer you. And until next time, bye. See you later.